This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome back to another episode of the Dark Room Podcast. My name's Kyle. And my name's Matt. And today we're going to talk about some more ghosts because apparently we get into a thing on this show. Where we, we begin talking about a subject, and then that's all we talk about for a while. It happens. Like when we did cryptids for like six months. Uh, and we can do some more. And we kept saying we were going to do different things, but then we didn't. But I'm going to preface this one, because I need to apologize to Matt. Because the last time I started off with, Matt thinks these ghosts are not real. And he was like, don't tell people that. <laughs> Doesn't so still- this time I'm going to say, Matt, 100%, he told me this. I'm not just putting words in his mouth again. That he 100% believes this one. Also, sometimes he does believe ghosts. And he had a ghost. Sort of. He never said which Matt he was talking to. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, we actually got back from trying to see some ghosts. Yeah. That's coming later when we actually try to see some ghosts. We have tried to see ghosts today. It's true. We went to a place where they were located, but we didn't ask them to see them. We have to... uh... We have to wait till Jared develops the film. Yeah. yeah. Then we'll know if we saw some, actually. I guess that's what we do. You got to wait for the pictures in the video. I wore my Ouija board shirt, but I had it covered the whole time. Yeah, I didn't realize it till late. Yeah. It was dark out when I took my shirt off. I would ask you to lay on the ground, not a community of spirits on your belly. (laughs) All that hiking. Yeah, it was hard. Yeah, it's fun going places as adults that you didn't as a kid and then realizing that it's hard. So what are we talking about today? I'm talking about the Enfield Poltergeist. Ooh. Now, lots I think I've seen a movie about this. Lots of people might know about this one because it's it's the main focus of the Conjuring 2 movies. Which, I love the Conjuring movies. At least the first two. I don't really like the third one. But the I think third the first... One, oh, no, that's right. I like the third one. The third, you, that one. the third one, I think I don't like out of the historic thing about the bit being like Satan. Because it goes into like a dark, true crime thingy. Yeah, that's really bad. And then they try to use a really dumb excuse. And I'm like, just shut up. It's not the only time that's ever been tried. I know. It never worked. You have to be able to. <gasps> Imagine if it did. Imagine if there's one time. Well, there was those cases that were solved by ghosts. And I think those all went all the way through and f- functioned. But my my favorite paranormal. Then again, thing, I'm pulling that from Unsolved Mysteries, and I don't know if that actually all the way. I don't know how legit those shows were. My favorite paranormal stuff is when they get investigators, like they set up a house and they like get all these readings, and they're like, "Actually, we just we built this house, and no one ever died in it." <laughs> this is brand new construction. This is brand new land. This land never existed in time we, before we brought dirt from the top of a mountain that we know no one's ever been on you know what happens in those situations when well, it's a brand new house and like there's never been anybody that's reportedly died on here nah skinwalkers native american land that's what they always do it comes back to that so oh often. they say like it's it's the fucking earth man yeah you know what it was this is a native american burial that's why this new house is haunted because you gotta you gotta make a ghost happen not that every plot yeah, of pl- land over plot of poltergeist over, over how many millions of years have people been on Earth now? Lots, four, like at least like six years, at least six years. In those six years, there's definitely been a dead person on every inch of land. Yeah, except Antarctica. There's dead people there for sure. I thought it was all penguin ghosts. <laughs> if you go there, you have definitely no, because there was like whole explorer troops back in the That's day. That's true, and definitely people died. They're like, we're there. gonna sail there and wooden sailboats and i'm gonna be the first man that dies here they were like lol look at this cold desert like i don't understand people that do that like i want to be the first person to go to a miserable place but like why so you can name something shitty after yourself don't you want to listen i want to find a dinosaur that i can name after myself but i wouldn't want to find a place 
Like, I'm not going to be like, oh, I'm going to trek through this massively dangerous jungle full of dangerous spider snakes because spider snake, one thing, not two things. And and they'd yeah, be like, yeah, yeah. oh, I, uh, this is Kyle land. Listen, now. if that was one animal, way scarier. A snake with eight legs. I'm like, <laughs> it's not a snake game. <laughs> it's got eight spider legs, but they're all at the front. Like That's a fucking, how I pictured it. Like a um, this is dragging its tail behind. No, the tail still slithers. It yeah. comes. It like rears off the ground, and the spider legs all go <laughs> like a face hugger. Yeah. Yeah, okay. That's a that's how I picture it. That's terrifying. But I figure now. that with a longer tail. That's ter- yeah. And it's got a rattle on it. Anyway, back to Enfield, London, England. 248 uh, Green Street, Brimsdown, Enfield, London, England. 1977. You know I'm telling you, you said we do it too in America. I swear, England adds more towns than there's too many towns in that address. There's so many towns. See, it's probably like town, county. Enfield, I think, is the city. city. London's the city too, but Enfield's a city. Well, so it's. I don't know what Brimsdown is. Brimsdown's probably like a village. What do they got there? Probably like so. Okay, so let's say England, right? Right. That's that's the island. That's London. That's the city. Enfield, I bet you it's like a suburb, and then Brimsdown is probably a neighborhood. Maybe Enfield's like town, but town with an e. That's. (laughs) And then Brimsdown's a village. I'm gonna I'm gonna put my my chips on. Brims down as a like a neighborhood. Okay. Okay. But still, that's a lot. Um, in the years 1977 and 1979, two sisters from the ages of 11 to 13 were haunted. Uh, Janet and Margaret Hodge- Hodgson. Yes. There was more sisters and stuff, though. Um, once again, though, as we know with ghosts, those are peak haunting years right there. Because for whatever reason, ghosts love children going through puberty. It's creepy. It adds an extra creep factor because it just makes me think that all ghosts are Our pervs. Yeah. 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 yeah your ghost's like, what's that? You got, what kind of dreams you having? Like, stop, ghosts. Leave me alone. Apparently, for a while, the house was known as the House of Strange Happenings. I don't know if that was before they lived there or just like because they lived there. I, I don't think. This is another one of those stories, I think, like Amityville, where like after they leave, nobody else experienced anything. Yeah. Um, I mean, the, the girls didn't. Ex- okay. So, I mean, like, the girls didn't experience the anything. There was no new owners of the house. Nobody's Their mother owner? lived in that house until 2003 when she died. Oh. And uh, Janet said verbally in one of the video interviews I was watching of her that there was, quote, always something in that house while mom was alive. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I tried to watch a video earlier to refresh because we took these notes back before Jarrett decided he was going to try and die for a little. Yeah. Very rude of him. Um, And then we forgot that we had these notes and we decided to double back on it because we knew today was going to be busy out in the woods. I actually almost deleted them because I thought we talked about this already. I apparently wrote them using my wife's online Microsoft account and then I couldn't find it on my computer and I panicked. <laughs> I was like, do I have to try and rewrite all of these real fast? After I told him I was done. Yeah. After I was like, I already got all my notes for these and then reminded him. (laughs) Uh, So it's like we said, it's the focus of the second conjuring movie, which everybody knows. Those are, so can I just say James Wan makes some slamming movies? He does. And I was trying to make Jared do shots like him, but Jared refused. He was like, I don't want to do spinny upside down shots. The upside down shots. You got to save them for the perfect moment. Yeah. You can't just do it. They work so good. Like going down hills and stuff. Or hallways, not hills. So it's great for like a disorienting scene where you're like, you want them to feel like disconnected or not, or like feel jarring is like, yeah. I guess. Yeah, yeah. They work really good in like um, the movies that the guy who did Midsummer did too. Oh yeah. That was a good movie. But, um, or Inception. Wow. No, Inception is a terrible movie. You got to go deeper. That's why you think that. I fully understood that movie. I had one friend yeah. that was like, no, man, you got to watch it like a million times. I'm like, you have to watch it a million there's, times because you were high every time there, you watched was, it. I wasn't. Th- there's a part in Rick and Morty where he's like, it doesn't make sense. It's like Inception. And Morty goes, I, I thought Inception makes sense. And he goes, you don't have to try to impress me, Morty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but if you look at that how that story through the eyes of the conjuring, there's one very... Uh, Big lie being told in that movie. Did Ed he? and Lorraine Warren 
had very little involvement. Very little. Very. I'm not 100% sure they went to the house. They may have. They, it may have been a phone call. They Well, they were involved <clears throat> enough that when Janet, as an adult, saw the surviving Warren woman, uh, they like had like a, a tearful hugging moment. Okay. Because there's a more English... Whoop. There was more English ghost investigators, like more famous Englishy type ones that were there for most of it to where they came best friends with at least the one guy. Um, most of the oh, hauntings are gross or whatever. Yeah. Maurice gross. Most of the hauntings revolved around the youngest daughter, Janet, who was 11, but would make itself known to the mother, Peggy and eldest daughter, Margaret and the sons, Johnny and Billy, poor Johnny and Billy. You imagine being Neither. in a house knowing there's a cool ghost haunting everybody smoking cigars for your little sister, making her sound like a man. And then you're like, I want to sound like a man. <laughs> I want to smell like cigars. I want to smoke some cigars with a ghost. I don't like cigars, but I would smoke a cigar with a ghost. I feel like partially that's true and partially that's a lie just based off our past history. Yeah, I don't like cigars. We smoked a lot of things that are similar to cigars. That's that's not a cigar, though. (laughs) It's the basis of most of it. Listen, a chicken cordon bleu is pretty close to a ham sandwich, and it's not a ham sandwich. If you bread the chicken... I think that that can qualify as a sandwich. Cordon blues are breaded. Look at the KFC double down. Now, what if it was double down with two cordon blues? That's a quadruple sandwich. And then you put either bacon. You know what? Nah, fuck it. Put a cheeseburger in the middle. I genuinely didn't like the double down. I don't know why people were so hard to bring it back. The chicken patty from it was really good. I used to put it on bread like a real sandwich. It was so greasy and it made me mad at myself for yeah. ordering it the two that's times why that I, I did it. That's why I put it on bread. Uh, they now have a double down hot dog. You can get it in the store. What store? Like the like a store. I was like the KFC store. <laughs> yeah, yes, KFC store, the KFC grocery store. No, like like uh, I don't know. Insert whatever store you go to. Big store. <laughs> Back when me and Matt were very much more involved with ghosts, and by involved with ghosts, I mean we just had a bunch of witchcraft stuff. He worked at KFC. <laughs> That's true. I was the king of fried chicken. That's what KFC in that sense means. Yes, he was. The King FC. I was the king fucker around chicken. You almost said you were king fucking chickens. No. Most of the haunt. No. <laughs> I did that one. <laughs> the house was semi. Uh, the house was a semi-detached council house. Um, I had to look that up because apparently that's a type of low-income public housing. I yeah, guess it's, it's like English, English projects. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Like I was like, that sounds fancy, and then I was like, oh, I lived in stuff like that. Yeah, you're like council <laughs> house. That sounds important. Yeah, I thought, oh, is she a political person? Is this like where all the political people live? They should all live together anyway. That way it would make it cheaper to house them. The haunting was investigated by some famous paranormal researchers. Prominently, it was Maurice Gross and Guy Lyon Playfair. Yeah, Maurice, Maurice Gross was from the Society of Psychical Research. How once about again, that we're word? still not sure about that word. We brought that up in the last time. Uh, yeah, it's. I believe it. You, you were. You were right. It is psychical. Psychical. No, psychical? not no. No, you're psychical. adding an extra L. Yeah, it's hard to say. I'm really bad at that one. It's and, like psychical. And briefly, Lorraine and Ed Warren were involved in the case, but not to the lengths. Um, that they show in the movies. I just, be, I was calling them the gross guys because it's Maurice Gross and Guy Lyon um, or Leon. Well, did you do any back history on Maurice Gross or Guy Leon? Because I did. Mm-mm. Maurice Gross was with it. born in March 6th, I guess on, on March 6th, 1919. You know, sometimes I see these numbers and I'm just like completely flabbergasted, especially when you hear things like, and then he passed in 2006. Putting those two time periods in like a one person scares me. Yeah. That yep. man lived long enough to see cars be invented, Hitler's, and and emo kids. Yeah. Yep. All of them. Isn't that weird? Isn't that weird? Uh, he got to watch emo die almost. It ended around that time. Anyway, he was a famous British paranormal investigator famed for his involvement in the Enfield case. Of 1977. Gross was so convinced it was a supernatural origin that he offered $1,000, well, I guess pounds, whatever that symbol means, English monies, to anyone who could duplicate the voice by ventriloquism or any other form of trickery. Did you see this guy's mustache? Maurice Gross is a badass. Wait, 
Which one was the good? One of them looks more like the one guy had a huge mustache, and the other guy looked like almost like a businessman. Maurice Gross is the one that looks like a giant nerd. Yeah. Okay. So Guy Leon is the one who had that big Jamie Hyman mustache. Probably, yeah. Yeah, because Maurice Gross, I think, was kind of clean shaven or scruffy. At one point, they're like, and these little girls could have never faked any of this. Man. So, so on that note, because I'm talking about him before some of the story. Um, Maurice Gross, when he's talking about like some, oh no, Maurice Gross is the one with the mustache and like the baldy head. He, the voice we're talking about is the little girl, um, Janet would take on this gruff older man voice. If you believe what they're saying. And it's not like some kind of like just a little girl going, oh, you know, how it would be. And she would speak and curse and talk about smoking cigars to all. The, like if you've seen the movie, The Conjuring Two, the idea is that she would badass. get possessed, and it would speak through the ghost would speak through her. Or the other theory is that she was just kind of pretending, and it was apparently. If this is true, big if true, people in England are really good ventriloquists because <laughs> Jeff. Was supposed to be a little girl who was good at ventriloquism. That's that true. was like eleven or thirteen That's or something true. like that. And now this. So either there's just a weird giftedness of being English and ventriloquist, or there's a lot of people being ghost talked. Somebody in one of the videos I watched literally said, "No, this is like a 2015." I want to say it was okay. the it was the one it was from. He was like, "Her teeth were so pronounced you couldn't see if she was moving her mouth behind them." Wow, that's so cool. It's kind of, I mean, it's probably true. Especially if you get your front two teeth as your adult teeth as a little kid, they look huge. You know what I mean? Like she looks Uh, normal as a little, as like a a lady now. But I'm confused about is like, this was coming from her. Why would she need to ventriloquize it? Well, she had said. Did it come from other places? She had said that it felt like it was coming from behind her, but you could like see. I watched the video, right? You could see her talking. Yeah. But they were like. (laughs) They don't have any video of this. But he's must- just putting his hand in her brain and talking like a puppy. Mustache man claimed that they covered her mouth. Yeah. And she still did it. And she still did it. And she had a mouthful of water. And when they took the gag off, she spit the water out. Whoa. So then she's got that other skill where you and can they swallow were like, water and then throw it they out. They were like, no one can do that. They could have drowned a little girl. That's a possibility in that scenario. Put water in your mouth. Now we tape it. Yeah. <laughs> Don't swallow Don't, that. Or drown. <laughs> Is there a movie where something like that happens where a ghost just reaches in the back of someone's head? Because I feel like I've seen that now. I thought you were going to say where somebody swallows something on accident and dies. And I was going to say Jawbreaker. Many movies does that happen, um, to be honest. That wasn't an accident. They put that in her mouth. Yeah, but it didn't mean for her to die. It meant to gag her with it. Yeah. But what about it's Frighteners? Terrible. He reached in and squeezed a heart. I gotta rewatch that again to see if it's still good. Little Busey's in that movie. I tried one time and I was like, this isn't as good as I remember it. Because when I was a kid, I thought it was scary as an adult. I think no, I thought it was just a comedy. It, yeah, it's it's got horror elements for sure because of the plot, but it's just a I was good movie. Genuinely scared when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. But then again, I have found out when I was a kid, I was afraid of the good guy ghost in any movie that had a good guy ghost. That's funny. I was afraid of the Nothing Wolf from Neverending Story. And uh, the Beatles from Neverending Story 2. And the Skeksis from Dark Crystal. <laughs> Everything in Dark Crystal is kind of gross and scary. The puppets just age well. You watch that movie now, except for the, like, the, the CG lightning. Everything just looks great still. Really? Nice. Yeah, Jim Henson puppets fucking age like fine wine. You know what? You know what? I'm going to say it now, and I'm going to hold this statement too. Do it. Nothing bad has ever come out about him. He's an American hero. That's true. It's like him... Mr. Rogers, there's not many. They died American treasures. Yep. A personal tragedy launched Gross into his cyclical research when his daughter Janet was killed. Oh, another Janet. Was killed in a motorbike accident. I think 100% this is why he was so attached to this Probably, because her name was the same. She was alive. The other one was dead. And this is only a year before. This is August of 1976. Following her death, Gross reported that members of his family experienced a number of coincidences and psychic happenings, and that led him to join the Society of Cyclical Research and the Ghost Club. I now need to re-research what that is, because that sounds cool, and I would join the Ghost Club. Yeah, me too. As for his partner, Guy Lyon Playfair, which has... He has a name, like he's gonna, like, steal your girlfriend and or your husband. 
Like a name like that sounds like a man who's just going to walk up and be like, what's up? And like, just take both of you from each other. <laughs> like he will separate you. You'll both be mad at the other one, but you're both with him. It's crazy. That's just that kind of name. I don't know. He was born August, April 5th, 1935. And he passed in 2018. Best known for working for best known for his works on, but the hell is it? I guess it's parapsychology, but when you look at it as a word, it looks a parapsychology. <laughs> There's so many P's and A's all next to each other. Parapsychology, and he was a writer who worked alongside Maurice Gross, but didn't, but did harbor doubts. He was the skeptic of them. Oh, was he the photographer? Yeah, and he kind of thought a- maybe the girls were exaggerating some of their claims. Now later, it does come out that at the very least. They faked a little bit. Yeah. They confessed and, to faking some, but and, not all. And Grossman said, of course they played some tricks. They're kids. Well, it was because they were getting so much attention. And it was like, the ghost wasn't always doing stuff to them. Yeah. So they had to like be like, oh, he's not here right now. Oh, I'm being haunted and stuff. <laughs> I'm being haunted, isn't it? <laughs> it's a poltergeist. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, one of my children, oh, no. for no reason, just does this in a British accent all the time. Whenever she says no, she goes, oh, no. And we're like, why do you it's a, always... Is it a Pepper Pig thing? She, I don't know. She always a says... Peppa. She always says... The water. She slides into a British accent all the time randomly. So it's just weird. Maybe she's possessed by a ghost. I don't know, mummy. It's the one that I'm pretty sure is a changeling, and I'm just waiting. Waiting yeah. for the day she tries to They swapped me. it out. Yeah. yeah. Waiting for her to kill me in the sleeps. Gross told Arthur... Spoken letters. Spoken. Gross told author Will Store, as soon as I got there, I realized that the case was real because the family was in bad state. Everybody was in chaos. That doesn't mean anything. Did you hear about the neighbor who saw her levitate through the bedroom window? That was police. No. There was a, saw too. There was a neighbor walking uh, outside and she said she looked up and saw the girl levitating side to side. And then does not say anything to the family, goes home and says, I didn't even say anything. I went home and laid on my bed to see if I could lift myself off off the bed like that to see if she was faking it. Usually I don't believe her, but just in case, can I fly too? Uh, so it's not the same one as like the picture. Like there's a famous picture of her levitating. Oh, it, uh, it doesn't just look like she's jumping on. on her bed. I got a second image in one of the things I watched today. That's, um, there's the one that's like the famous picture. Are they trying to say that there's another picture that confirms she was just jumping on her bed? They're not trying to say it, but it looks like it. Here, I'll show you. So there's the one that's like the famous one. Yeah. Here's the one before, one frame before it. Yeah, he just threw her up extra high. She freaked legs. out a little bit. Yeah. And yeah. look at the look at the cover on the bed. It moves because she jumped on it. No way. Or sorry, it moved like she jumped on it. Exactly. She levitated. The police saw it. You got to believe everything the police say. There are hundreds of witnesses in this story. Incredible ones. There's not that many, but there is a good number of them. There's police. There's reporters. There's. Okay. Were you, I thought you were going to give me a credible witness. <laughs> you don't believe in police and media. Do you have another one? Who else? Maurice Grossman. Mm, that mustache. Maurice Gross, not Min. Grossman. That, Gross. Just that, Gross. That mustache, I might believe. That, actually, that mustache is why I believe in this case. Ed and Lorraine Warren. Uh, okay, wait. You're losing me again. Uh, the I want them to do one case and not say it's a demon. Um, that's all I want. They can't. They can't. They're dead. Um, they done died. One of the things Grossman said is he asked him, he was like asking the spirit to do something and it threw a box at him. It hit him right in the head, but it was like an empty cardboard box. That's a believable ghost situation. But he also claimed that it came from the corner of the room no one was standing in. Didn't it rain Legos or something? Little things got thrown all the time. If it ever rained Legos, that'd be like a biblical plague. You'd be like the plague of you can't walk anywhere without pain. Gross also said, when I first got there, nothing happened for a while. Then I experienced. Oh, here we go. Never mind. I don't. I should. I should just kept going in my notes. Uh, Then I experienced Lego pieces flying across the room and marbles. And the extraordinary thing was when you picked them up, they were hot. Ghost made them hot. What's the ghost doing? Rubbing them on that Lego? Like you get some ghost friction. I was standing in the kitchen and a t-shirt leapt off the table and flew into the other side of the room while I was standing by it. Was it fired by a t-shirt cannon girl? 
He even said that on one occasion, he and a neighbor stopped by the house and one of the children had been screaming that something was holding onto their leg. When I tried to pull them free, it was as if they had been pulling against an invisible force. They played tug of war. With a ghost? And a little girl's body. Did her arms pop off? (laughs) No. That would be a good ending to that story. Like, and then the ghost drew and quartered her. (laughs) I would move to that house. I, I we're going to get some ghost footage here. Had a fun mix up in my notes apparently. <laughs> Go for it. Where I just gave you like the birthday and uh pretty much that was in in just like a little bit of like how guy lion playfair was like I kind of don't believe it. I forgot that I did some more. Because apparently I also did how he sort of got into paranormal research and I apparently put these notes in between the parts of his. So just so you know. Nailed it. Back to Guy Playfair. It was in Brazil that he first became interested in the paranormal. After his service in the Royal Air Force, he sought work in journalism and moved to Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. It was in Brazil that he first became interested in the paranormal following direct experience with a psychic healer. In 1973, he investigated a poltergeist outbreak in a private apartment in San Paulo and joined the Society of Cyclical Research the same year. He was elected to the council in 2004. The Enfold case is one of his most, the one he is most famed for. Society of Society of Cyclical Research was founded in 1881. In August of 1977, the single parent... Oh my God, my notes are crazy here. I need it. I really should have read read these today because we're back to the house. All right. So back back to the house, back to the ghost. Now that we know a little bit more about Playfair and how he got into ghosts and stuff, because I thought that was important to know what brought them in. His... Is I'm not gonna lie, it's better. It's better than Maurice Gross's. Imagine going to a whole other country and then all of a sudden you're hunting down poltergeist. That sounds like a video game. Yeah, I want to be a poltergeist, a poltergeist bounty hunter. Yeah, like how do you get an outbreak of poltergeist? Like that's goose. That's not goosebumps. That's Ghostbusters. That's they broke a gate and now all the ghosts are flooding New York City. Except this is San Paulo, Brazil. In 1977, single parent Petty Peggy Peggy Dee Dee Boo Peggy Dee Boo. In 1977, single parent Peggy Hodgson called the police to her home. She claimed that she had seen furniture moving, and two of her children had said they had heard knocking sounds coming from the wall. This is the story that brought everyone to the house. She heard Janet complaining from upstairs that her and her brother's beds were wobbling. Then she saw the chest drawers move. She pushed it back, but found that it was being propelled towards the door by an invisible force. Many invisible forces pulling things. I guess this one pushing. Catapulting. And this is when one constable said that she saw a chair wobble and slide on its own and could not determine the cause. And even signed an affidavit admitting to what she saw. She signed paperwork. Yeah, a lot of people do. Saying she saw a ghost. If you let me sign paperwork that said I saw a ghost, I'd sign it twice. (laughs) I double saw a ghost. While many people believe the girls were faking the haunting for the attention, and they accused Peggy of setting up the events for monetary gain, other people considered it the most witnessed paranormal event in history with over separate or with over separate with over 30 separate witnesses from police reporters and paranormal investigators name one of those that isn't trustworthy i got nothing exactly those are all the most trustworthy people (laughs) it's not like every bigfoot hunter always sees bigfoot and knows everything about him well you know squatches love bacon grease and hitting rocks on stuff. Listen, just because you don't understand Squatch art. The beginning of this just reminds me of the movie Poltergeist. Yeah. Like, that's just how it the really movie does. Poltergeist started. But the thing is, that was like 11 years later. Because I think that came out in 88. Because I always want to think it was on my birthday. Not my birthday, but my birth years. Yeah. The years we were born. Yes. Both of us. Together. I always tell people, I'm like... Simply weeks apart. Well, I'm like, we're born in this so close and close in time that our social security numbers are almost exactly the same. (laughs) (laughs) Now the internet is going to be like, we can steal two identities by just guessing. That's true. If you guess one, you can guess the other with a couple more digits. Go for it, internet. (laughs) Don't... Tag, you're it. I lost my social security card four times. If I ever lose it again, they won't ever give me another one. After the police determined the haunting was not a police matter, which... 
You can't arrest a ghost or shoot it. It's not a police matter. Imagine if they tried. The little bobbies come in with their little sticks, and they're like, where the fuck is this ghost? There's a, there's a dresser. It's just all the drawers are just opening and slamming. They're beating it with batons, screaming, stop resisting. What if like the girl starts doing the voice, and they're like, where are you? And they're like, in the girl. And they start beating her. <laughs> stop resisting. <laughs> Every time something happens, they beat whatever it is. And Get them ghosts. Legos fly across the room. They just start beating Legos. Now there's a million shards of Legos. Yeah, That's now, even scarier no, than just Legos on the floor. Now you have to like put more of it back together. <laughs> After that, though. Peggy contacted the Daily Mirror. And me and Jared from the Rumners know that the Daily Mirror is one of the most respectable papers on the internet. Yeah, absolutely. Currently. They never give you stories with false information or that are over-exaggerated or are worthy. It's hard to even imagine that we pull stories from there. We only pull true, hard-hitting fact news stories from them on our show where we make fun of the news. Do you know, um, this is kind of news of the rum runners level do you know the people behind sleepy time tea like celestial something or other yeah they're connected to the kellogg's and their eugenics cult man <laughs> you know like cornflakes were made because they thought it would make people not like use birth control or something no they wouldn't masturbate that's it because <laughs> they, they thought like food Masturbation that was like is birth control they thought boring food was needed to keep down sexual desires um, the guest on a podcast I was listening to was like, man, this guy lived long enough to see his his brand turned into something that will make you come because he thought like sugar cereals would like stop it. <laughs> it's so funny. He was like, man, remember when you made cereal with no sugar on it so people wouldn't jerk off? So then we put sugar on it and then we uh, invented Frosted Flakes, which is the same thing, but with sugar they on it. They put sugar all over it and they were like, did that tiger come in the cereal? <laughs> Come blasted cornflakes. Their slogan is just gross. Speaking of, <laughs> speaking of that photo you showed me that nobody on the internet can see because we ruined that for them um, by not. I mean, we can link visual. it. Do we ever do footnotes? No. If you want a transcript to Dark Rub Podcast, please do, but also be careful because we whisper things sometimes. It probably shouldn't be whispered. <laughs> the subtitles would be like, Kyle whispers sweet nothings in Jared's ear through the microphone. And then it's like, the sweet nothings were dick, 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 dick. Yeah, it's sweet. Dick alone. <laughs> On this show, there's just the hushed arguments that we have when I say something and then I say that you believe it and then you go, stop doing that. <laughs> Or I'm like, no, stop. It's out of order. Or I'm like, let's talk about politics. And you were like, I will physically hit you. Whoa. I would never threaten violence. Not on microphone. But anyway, back to that picture. That's one of the most famous pictures from the case. Yeah, they say she's levitating. She's levitating. Yeah, look how her legs are bent. You could never just do that frame later. Listen, I'm just saying. I, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. You can I, kick your legs while you're levitating. I never If a ghost levitates, you're just going to hold stiff. Isn't real. Maybe. We're going to kick your legs around. It depends. Try and get free from the ghost. If a ghost picks me up, I'm going to yell, he's touching my dick. <laughs> <laughs> he's a molester. And then if the ghost drops you, instantly you know it's got some intelligence. He's like, no, stop. You imagine, you just imagine you did that to a ghost. Stop, I'm trying to haunt you. I'm not trying to be weird. Imagine if you could shame a ghost. It's yeah. like just doing ghost shit. And you're like, oh no, he's touching my dick. And ghost's like, stop that. Stop. Or like, it's like 1800s ghosts. Like that kind of stuff is very frowned upon in their time frame. Like burn at the stake for it. All I'm saying. And like he's doing things to me. All I'm saying is if like the ring or the grudge ghost came after me, I would just do a helicopter dick at him. Because I can't get away. Just propel them away just, with wind? No, trying to hypnotize them. <laughs> Do you know, don't you remember that song, The Golden Rule? <laughs> the grudge ghost would be confused because he'd be walking with his head upside down. True. He'd be like, I don't know where that thing's spinning. It's going counterclockwise. <laughs> oh, so many dimensions. I'd be coming unhypnotized. Soon after the case started, more famous poltergeists started speaking through Janet. She would fall into trance. That means there was more than one. Yeah. Well, at one point during the inter the the audio like recordings, they're like, "What is your name?" and they're and they're like, "Is there more than one of you in there?" and they're like, "Yes." And like, "What are your names?" and he's like, "Tom and Dick." And the one investigator lady is like, "Oh, and there's a Harry in there too. That's a joke, right?" Like, <laughs> and they're like, "Elvis Presley." 
My name's what's that? I just learned about a musician whose last name is Humperdink. Coxmash. But it was uh, it's a stage name. Humperdink Coxmash. <laughs> That's, that's a good name. That's my name now. That's a good name. I'm going to do lounge singing, and that's going to be my name. Can you imagine meeting somebody, that was their actual name, and you were like, oh, yeah. How'd you get that? I'd be like, oh, it's a family name from back in the day. My family was cock smashers. <laughs> when people would mess up, we were you're a form like, of torturers, what? but all we would do was hit dicks with hammers when they had You're up. like, you did what? You're like, it actually came from an even more ancient lineage of people who wrangled male chickens. <laughs> Like, well, that's why the cocks measure. And then it evolved into hitting dicks with hammers as a form of punishment. Like that's not you're not building anything. You're not you're not adding to society. What are you talking about? Executioners were a very important part of society back in the day. And torturers, that was a whole job. It's a secret profession. If they wanted the executions, You didn't even have to tell people. If they wanted the executions to be fun, they should add hand puppets. They could still add those. And then let the puppets pull the lever. <laughs> it's not a thing that's gone. They could still I, do it. I didn't execute this man. My This little man right here did. On the, Since we're on this tangent, one of my favorite uh, fr- ideas is the fact that, you know, like when they do a firing squad, only one person has bullets. Yeah. Everybody else got blanks. I think they're doing it wrong. I think everybody should have bullets and one person doesn't. So everybody can go, I'm the one that didn't have a bullet. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of everybody feeling the guilt, everybody gets to feel like they were the one who didn't do it. It's that, the smartest way. That's funny. <laughs> what if the only per- the person who had the bullet was the only one who didn't fire? See, and the they're all like, is- bang, and the guy tied up is like, ah. <laughs> you, do it, you do it my way, that man gets like multiple shots, better chance of him actually dying fastly. And there's like one headshot, and there's just like one dude who's like, that, uh, that, was, my, that was me. That had to, I definitely did do this. Anyway, that went dark in a weird way. <laughs> a weird, fun way. Yep. They should add clowns. So the one thing we didn't mention is that the ghost would bark at them before it started talking. It before would, it started talking? It would bark like a dog. They actually goaded it into talking. They were like, if you can bark, you could talk. Bro, this is Jeff the Mongoose. Yeah, it literally, that's the first thing I thought too. And they were like, come on, say my name. And they like literally like basically had this moment where they were like teaching it to talk. Say my name. Say my name. Say my name. Sorry. Daddy. <laughs> yeah, the ghost, the ghost is like, Daddy. Yeah, that's right. Call me Daddy. What is it in the movie? It's like Carl or something, right? That's funnier. I think so. I don't know. I could be Carl. wrong. Maybe his name's like some British name. That I don't know what kind of names people. I don't know what kind of names British people get. Edgar? Like David? Maurice? Thomas? Guy? Guy's a popular British name. Bendy Straw Cabbage Patch. Gumby. Gumby was British, right? I saw a shirt with Gumby on it that said, B. Clay, do crimes. Factual. She would fall into trances like states. Trances like... I wrote that. That's how I wrote that, too. She would fall into trance-like states and speak in a gravel voice of an old man named Bull Wilkinson. That's Bill. I don't know why I wrote Bill. That's what it was. That's a proper British British name. Billiam. Bill Wilkins, who had died in the house years ago. It was later verified that a man of that name did, in fact, die of a hemorrhage in that house while sitting in the living room. Is the hemorrhage confirmed? Yes. This is confirmed. It says confirmed. Pretty. Did I, say, I said verified. Does verified not work as the same as confirmed? I don't know. I guess I was. I remember hearing her say that in the interview tapes. So she really just guessed it. Kill confirmed. Yeah. <laughs> She guessed it, she researched it, or, 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 it was really him telling everybody. And he was like, I man is Bill, I died of hemorrhaging. I don't think she said it. They just later found out that a man named Bill Wilkinson nah, did die there. Nah, she did. She said it on the audio tapes. Oh, that she died of a hemorrhage? And he said, he, oh, I died in a chair downstairs. Just more gravelly. And Australian-y? Okay, less Australian. I was trying to do British, but I was too much crime in it. It was very Australian. <laughs> Bl- Oi, blimey. I'm a ghost, me is, and I died downstairs. Factual. Many people did suspect that the girls were faking everything. Gasp. And they, and they even admitted to a few of the events that they did. One of the things they did, they stole the. Uh, they nicked the audio recorder, they did. And You're really having fun with this British bar. They didn't. They, no, that's you didn't what, do this with the other thing. That's what he said. The guy oh, okay. in the video said they nicked the tape recorder. 
And he was like, but they didn't know it was still turned on. And I heard them say they were going to hide it. We're going to hide the thing. We're hiding it. You know, oh man, they was dumb. I, I but they was little, so I guess that makes sense. I feel like I would be smart enough to turn a tape recorder off if I was going to do something like that. I definitely have been using more British slang words recently. <clears throat> In real life? Yeah, I started hanging out with this British stream community, so a lot of things are just like becoming British already. When I was doing some gaming stuff back in the day and hanging out with a lot of like people from like Europe in general, because it wasn't just British people, I hung out yeah. with Australians and they're not European, but I also hung out with people from like the Netherlands and stuff. They still are. People, people, st- we in the group would say stuff sometimes that weren't, that were American and like it started to rub off. I never did it because I am not cultural appropriator. You're like, I'm not a sponge. Okay. I'm a Brillo pad. And I also always need to be different and say things as offensively as possible. You have to be like, I don't like this band because it's on the radio. I've never done that. I probably did that when we were teenagers and dickheads. But <laughs> I did buy CDs and tell everybody that was my friend they weren't allowed to buy because I found it first. Yeah. But the thing is, they did this. They faked this for a reason. I said it before. I'll say it again. Because I said it before in the thing. And I'll say it again in the thing. They just had so many people coming into the house and investigating. I don't know. What <laughs> you tried. That was good. They had so many people coming in and out of the house investigating that the ghost was not always active. So to keep investigators involved, they had to create situations that would make them stay interested. That's fair. When nothing was happening. Later in Janet's life, she would say that only about 2% of the incidents were faked. Hmm. And how at, many incidents were there? I don't know, at least 30 people witnessed it. 5,000. Well, 2% of that's a lot. So that's the kind of point I was trying to get at. <laughs> 10. 10 things happened. At a point in the haunting, he the knocking became so unnerving that the whole family began sleeping in the same room. This is, again, very reminiscent of, of Jeff. Jeff. Yep. So that either makes two things real. These people heard the story of Jeff <laughs> and tried it. Or two... All the ghosts in the general UK region behave the same way. Did the Warrens say this kind of demon? Yes. It's always demons. It's never ghosts. It's demons. What if they tried to summon their own mongoose because they heard about Jeff, but then they were like, oh, damn it, we demoned. To be fair and to be later confirmed and or declined so this may be gone, Ryan is also one to kind of always say it's demons and not ghosts for the most part. Sometimes he says there's some. He's not as bad as them. But he will say it's a demon more than it's a ghost, I think, from the times that I've spoken to him about things. That's funny. It also probably didn't hurt that the entity would throw them out of their beds when they were sleeping. Not so, Jeff. Jeff wanted them to stay where he was. He just threw things at them, not them. Yeah. Leave me, Jim. <laughs> I yelled that while I was playing a game online the other day. Yeah, I don't know why either. And everybody was like, don't understand that one. That's a weird reference. And we're like, go check out the And I did it in a squeaky voice, too. (laughs) Leave me, Jim. The girls, Margaret and Janet, claim that the events of what happened to them stayed with them their whole lives. In an interview with the Daily Mail, once again, highly reputable news source. It is nothing like the Daily Planet. Wait, that's comic books. What's the one we got that got Bat Boy? Whatever that one, it's nothing like that. Hmm. National Enquirer. Oh, yeah, 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 Bat Boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's nothing like that at all. Real, real news, not tabloid news. The Solid. levitation was scary because you didn't know where you were going to land. I remember a curtain being wound around my neck. I was screaming, and I thought I was going to die. Huh. It stays with you every step of the way. Margaret told people... I don't know if I have the capital as in she told people or she told people like people magazine. Yeah. The whole word's capital. I'm going to say that it's just like death. Oh yeah. Really? It gets a little bit easier as time goes on, but the fear and the memories of it and what happened never leave you a scale of one out of 10. How haunted do you think these people really were? How haunted? Yeah. What if their mom was the one that was haunted and it was just taking it out on the daughters? What if their mom had psychic powers and this was just her form of child abuse? (laughs) She's like smoking ghost cigars and throwing her kids with telekinesis. Yeah. Okay. 
That'd be a new thing. That's a movie right there. Yeah. Instead of Carrie and her mom being like, don't go out and like abusing her and that makes her her, her have magic telekinesis, a woman with telekinesis secretly using it to, to beat her kids while making them think it's ghost. That's psychological and physical torture. Sure is. Matt's dying. Our hike was a lot today. Sorry, I am. It was a lot. It was kind of far away. I'm trying not to yawn. And we tried to do something that we used to do as just children at like four in the morning and somehow midday adults can't handle it as well. That's true. Is there uh, anything you want to add? Yeah, I just got a list of some of the skeptics that went there. There's no skeptics that went there. Um, it says a magician experienced in dynamics of trickery. Where's his first name? Like a Nickel type? It says Nickel. Because Houdini used to do that. Nickel. Trying to find his first name. Must not have written it down. Uh, he examined the Playfair's account as well as contemporary press clippings. And he noted that the supposed poltergeist tended to act only when it was not being watched and concluded the incidences were best explained as children's pranks. Here's the number one reason why that guy's a liar. He did it off of secondary information. He did not go there physically. It's effective. Uh, the spirit, in quotes, of an old man who supposedly possessed Janet took a great deal of interest in menstruation. Just something that a preteen girl would be, you know, interested in newly experiencing. At eleven, she may have already been going through it, though. That's true too. She might not have needed those questions. Uh, this one isn't even a quote; it's literally just from the skeptic. Wait, some some skeptic was just like, "Why does he care? She got her period for whatever reason." Ghost love yeah. girls that are menstruating. Yeah. It's just a thing. So this isn't a quote. This is just in the skeptical response section. It literally just says eyewitnesses are notoriously unreliable. Lies. It's all it said. It's, it was just like there was no other. Nothing else in that sentence. It's not like that's basically at a point in our current history where they could barely be used in crime cases. Oh, and then here's one, too. Just as, again, more hearsay. It just says other schoolgirl pranks before and after have gotten out of hand. That's true. I will always forever bring up the one time me and Jarrett read a news story where a girl didn't want to go to school. So she claimed she was kidnapped by people in a black SUV. And it literally almost formed a lynch mob. People were hunting down black SUVs. Oh, my God. Like if you were they were warning people in black SUVs like to, to not go home. to the school bus area. And then it was found out she faked the whole thing to not go to school that day for one day. It, for listen, one if I'm going to pretend to be kidnapped. I'm taking a week. Well, there was a girl. There was a lady. We're still not hundred percent sure how it goes. She claimed to have been kidnapped for three months. We're not sure if they. She just said it later, or if she went missing for three months because that was never fully explained. She possibly went missing for three months to get her boyfriend back. It didn't work. She's in jail. She lost her kids. Oh shit! So that uh, Joe Nickel was from the Committee for Scientific Investigation of Claims of Paranormal C- uh, CSI cop. My favorite part of this is. That at some point in history, cyclical research, whatever, crews, ghost hunter, paranormal investigators got so big that a counter team of people grew to investigate to counter them. <laughs> a group big enough that was like, these investigators suck. We need real science. Can I join that one? Yeah, let's do it. I want to join that the one. I want to for- be the guy who goes to a ghost hunt. Like, I'll go on ghost adventures and be like, you guys are under arrest for fake ghosting. Yeah. And be like, I can't really arrest you. I'm just, this is fake ghosting. I want to pop out of the ruins on, like, the ghost hunters guys and be like, ooh, gotcha, bitch. You're served. <laughs> what was the name of it again? Uh, Taps. Uh, the ghost hunters. No, 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 no. The 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 thing because it's uh, such a uh, long name. The committee for scientific investigation of claims of the paranormal. CSI cop, cop. Yeah, yeah just like pull out your badge. Like I'm part of the CSI cops. I'm here to shut you down. There ain't no ghosts here. I've been investigating it for days before you got here. You're like I investigate all these claims, proved every single one wrong. Here are the facts, and then like you just bust out all the things you did to prove that none of that stuff could happen. Be genius. That's a TV show right there. On ghost, ghost hunting, ghost hunters, hunting ghost hunters. That's what we call it. <laughs> hunting ghost, yeah. Hunting ghost hunters. Hunting ghost hunting. Ghost hunter hunters. Ghost hunter hunters. And then it'll come up when people try to search for the anime hunter hunter. <laughs> and ghost hunters. That's just good SEO right there. <laughs> anyway, so you need an answer. One hmm. out of ten. One out of ten. The ghost. Mm, I don't think it's a ghost. I think it's a demon. Do you think a person can turn into a demon? I'm starting to slowly think after doing this 
If I if we hadn't recently talked about Jeff the Mongoose, mm-hmm. this wouldn't be in my mind. I'm starting to think. I'm beginning to think that ghost mongooses live in a lot of places. <laughs> Was this a ghost throughout mongoose the UK? Too? Isn't the UK where they have the thing where you're just like national stomp on a mongoose day or whatever? You have to Google it. You actually said that last time too. I don't. I know. do have to Google it. It's a thing, isn't it? Is it a real thing? I know there was a song. I know there was. What cartoon did that? The cart. There was a cartoon. Was it the Oblongs or something? There was like a cartoon that did a whole beating down the weasel day. It's possible. Weasel Stomping Day. No, Weird Al Yankovic did a song about Weasel Stomping Day. And it's possible it's not real. Is this real? This is just a song. Jeff the Mongoose has a song. Sure, stop saying no. It could be. And I'm going to constantly blame the British. And that Weird Al was just calling them out. I'm not seeing anything, though. <laughs> and I'm starting to think that maybe there isn't. And maybe I'm just thinking about Weird Al. And possibly, you know what? You know what? We're just going to say it's true. Even though I prove that it's not, I'm going to say it's true. That's how paranormal research works. Um, as far as our opinion goes, as very skeptical people, it's weird. We should probably announce at some point that this is a, a show about paranormal things from skeptics' points of view. For skeptics. It's not that we don't like these things. I want them to be real so bad. Right? Like, we like them a lot. It's just that it's. Not something that we can believe. I tried to explain that to somebody one time. Like, it's not that I don't want to. It's that my, I, in my brain, if I try to, I will eventually convince myself there's not. No matter what. So that being said, that's what I originally wanted to put in my apology when I, because I called you out so hard last time. (laughs) Was that, was that like, it's just, this is just a show by skeptics who want to believe that just don't because it's hard. Anyway, with that now, stay all scary people. Happy Halloween soon. Yeah, but don't forget to check out our website, RemrunnersPodcastNetwork.com. I tried to leave too soon. And you can check out all kinds of podcasts we have there. There's like a bunch of them. There's more coming too, actually. I got some messages. Jared's going to get some emails. The Remmer, the network's gone. It's getting there. Very cool. Hey, if you got a a podcast or a podcast idea, you can hit us up on RemrunnersNetwork.com. And we can get you hooked up. And at the very least, if you have a ghost story, we are still collecting submissions for our Halloween collaboration effort. If you have a podcast and you record stuff, record you telling your ghost story. Get them in. Send it to us at rum at darkroomstories at gmail.com. If that doesn't work, because I know things are too big sometimes, just send me an email and we'll figure out a way to get a Google Drive or something going. Hell yeah. Bye. 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 Hmm.